no, no pundit on TV will ever get a job again. <laughs> Yes, hello, welcome back to the 40 Yard Switch. It's hot again in our little recording studio as the weather turns for the better over the past few days in Melbourne. We've just been watching uh, Pakistan absolutely steamroll New Zealand in the Cricket World Cup uh, final, and we're about to steamroll through this podcast, Wilbur. That's exactly right. (laughs) Very nicely done. Thanks, mate. Uh, yeah, look, a lot to get through um, this week, as always, um, but as the World Cup is fast approaching and there are football fixtures left, right and centre, trying to fit it all in before the World Cup starts, um, uh, yeah, lots for us to talk about. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's jump right in, <laughs> like I was jumping into a rock pool today. Um, man, I've got, I'm on lock tonight, I'm on fire. I'm on fire. <laughs> uh, we're going to start off with, uh, as I said, as we said, the World Cup is a week and a half away, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so tomorrow, England time, so probably Friday morning, our time, um, in, uh, the England 26-man provisional squad will be announced. Uh, so, and we all know Gareth... Makes some very questionable, some questionable selection yeah. choices. I was going to say can't be trusted, but he can be trusted. He's, he's, he's done pretty well. But he makes very questionable selections. So, we've gone ahead and made our own squads. <laughs> uh, and we're going to go through and pick our own 26-man squads um, and so, know, justify yeah. along the way. Yeah. It's, um, it's definitely a very different situation um, Uh than it was when we were heading into the Euros for sure I think like yeah just the form some of the players in like at that point you know it was before Grealish went to City it was before um, Harry Kane at that point was basically um, nailed on to to go to City as well that transfer window Sancho was you know everyone thought he was a lot better than they think he is now Um, but still at Dortmund so yeah it's a very different looking squad the results since for England have been really poor, so yeah, mm, indeed, it's, it's indeed, very interesting. But we, you, you, I'm sure you've all waiting with bated breath. <laughs> so let's get right into it. Uber, take us away with probably the least controversial uh, section of the squad. Uh, goalkeepers, we've got Pickford is the nailed on starter, mm-hmm. and uh, you, I'm taking Pope and Ramsdale. Um, Pope's been class for Newcastle Ramsdale had a bit of a shaky start but he's yeah he's done very well in a very good Arsenal team yeah top of the league and Newcastle flying as well I've got I've got the same players yeah so yeah uh, on to do you think is Pope anywhere near any of them oh, sorry not Pope the other one Henderson nah he's made too many errors this year you reckon yeah he's made like a number of errors this year yeah okay yeah yeah Anyway, anyway, it's in- it's interesting that that move back to United really didn't yeah. work. Anyway, on to on to defenders. This is where it could get interesting. Anyway, uh, you want to get you you kick us off with this again? Who have you got? Yeah, that's right. How many do you have, and who have you got? All right, so I've got um, nine. Yeah, same nine. All right, so we've got Shaw uh-huh. and 
Trippier as a as a left or right back. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's two left back options. Then I've got <clears throat> Tomori, Stones, Cody, White, and Gahey as center as center back options. Interesting. And obviously White as a could also play uh, right back as well as Trippier and Trenton Walker. Nice. Uh, I've got, yeah, Walker, Trippier, Trent, Shaw as the fullback options, similar, same as you. Uh, then I've, as, and then obviously I've got White who can play both, but I've got him as lifted as a centre back. I've got White, Stones, Tomori, Cody, and Dyer. Wait, hang on. White, Stones, Tomori, Cody, Cody and, and Dyer. Dyer. So you've got Dyer instead of Mark Gay. Instead of Mark Gay, yeah. I, I, again, I've, I, I've commented at length about how bang average I think Garrick Dyer is. But he's in there solely for if like I've picked this back line, this selection of defenders to be flexible that can play a three at the back or a five at the back, and he is in there to if if a five at the back needs to be played. Yeah, I just think Mark Gay could do that as well. Yeah, but then I'd also be more confident with Mark Gay playing in in. Uh, if the, if you're playing four at the back, yeah. For me, if this team is playing, it's White and Stones are starting. Yeah. And then the other three are like a backup pieces. Yeah. But um and if I'm playing a back three, it's Cody White and Stones. But um Dyer and Tamoria backup pieces. Yeah. Yeah. I just think the the argument that, you know, oh this centre back's good in a three is just like sorry, not that you're making that argument, but I just feel <laughs> like, you know, it, no, it, look at look Woody, fuck you. <laughs> it gets brought up a lot that, you know, oh he's uh, you know, Maguire is good in a three. It's like, well, yeah, they all have more protection yeah. in a three. So true. I, I, but to be fair, and maybe I haven't watched enough Mark Gay. I also like don't think that there's much to split Dyer and Gay. As much as I don't think Dyer's very good, I yeah. think he's like solid enough. Yeah. But like uh, you having Gay in there doesn't trouble me at all. Yeah. Like it's a very it's this or that. It's it's, it's a pretty uncontentious yeah. uh, difference. Yeah. All right, midfielders next. I reckon, I, um, yeah, we'll see if we've got the same players here. I reckon we might have a couple of different ones, but we never know. We so go. I've got, I've gone with six midfielders. I also have six. I've gone for Rice, Bellingham, uh, ja- James Ward-Prowse, Mount, Madison, and Phillips. Okay, I have, um, yeah, Bellingham, Mount, Rice, Ward-Prowse, Madison, and uh, Hendo. Henderson, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only reason I didn't pick Henderson is because, A, or A, I don't think he's been in the best of form this season, like Liverpool. Uh, but also, I don't think he can play that lone holding midfielder role. And I've picked Phillips just in case Rice gets injured or takes a knock because he's the only one out of those guys who can play defensive midfield as well. Yeah. Only uh, Phillips has barely played, I get that. But if anything happens to Rice the way I want to play and the way England would want to play relies on having a defensive midfielder yeah to screen the back four or the back five so alright so, so let's talk about we, we've got we probably want to play four at the back yeah so then who is oh, how many how many midfielders have you got I got, I got I got three three in the same so yeah. it's a holding and there's two kind of box more box to box nah I got like a holding next to a box to box and a ten in front and a ten okay yeah. so it, well, it's, it's Bellingham Rice and at this, point, at this point, probably Madison. Madison. Yeah, okay. I, I, you, so you, you could put Mount there just because based on form and how much he's played for England, but or sorry, about how much he's played, the experience at tournaments he's played for England. But based on form, I would say Madison. Yeah, and then you've got Phillips's backup, Ward Prowse's backup, and then um, 
Marital Madison as the backup for whoever's not playing. And they're all position for position. Yeah. Good. So so it's it's Mount Madison at the ten. It's yeah, Rice and Phillips. Or the, Henderson for you. Yeah. How are you playing in your Yeah, system? well that, that I, I it's it, it all hinges on Rice. <laughs> um I, I, I suppose I thought that maybe Ward Prowse, but the, the thing, saying that out loud now probably doesn't make much sense. Uh, I, I, the, the reason that I had Henderson is there in there is because just like the experience, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is vice captain, so I get that. But yeah, and I, I, I would have him in if I was maybe rocking like a different system. Or I just think all the players outside of Rice and Phillips that I've picked there are playing better than him. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. But yeah, I, I think yeah, moving away from the, the parameters of this squad selection, he'll he'll be Henderson will be there. He'll be in Gareth's squad. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Gareth sticks with guys he knows. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Moving on to the forwards, we've gone. We've only not picked this. We've only had two player differences so far. Uh. Say so forwards. I have Kane, Tony, Rashford. Rashford is a hybrid striker or wide player and then I've got Sterling Foden Saka Grealish and then for the last player in the 26 I'm undecided about whether I want Abraham or Callum Wilson okay right well I've got yeah I've I've got all, all those same uh, initial ones and Callum Wilson Callum Wilson okay yeah I just think yeah in in terms of it's it's it is kind of a lot in the same position with Kane, Wilson, Tony, and obviously Ra- Rashford there as well. But I think they all kind of offer something a little bit different. Maybe Kane and Wilson are kind of a bit more similar. I, I think Tony and Wilson are also. I think Abraham and Kane is. That's why I'm leaning more towards Wilson is because I think Abraham and Kane are the same thing. So if you're going to bring Kane off, you're not going to bring Abraham on. Yeah, I okay, feel true, like true. But you would bring on a Tony or a Wilson or even Rashford maybe. Yeah, yeah. I just but like that's nothing against Abraham. I don't. I think Abraham is deserving of being in that squad. I think he's class. But I, yeah, it's just tricky, like positionally and style wise. Because hmm. like, if like in the team I just talked about before, like obviously you got. Um, actually, we'll go through what our starting lineup will be in, in a second. But yeah, I just I just think stylistically, it's hard to choose between Abraham and Wilson because I guess Abraham gives you slightly like a slightly bigger more but I, even as I'm saying it like slightly bigger target man presence than Kane but like Kane's a very one of the best target men in the world like yeah. it's, so I feel like Abraham every, anything Abraham does Kane does better yeah I think I think I might be biased by the fact that I have, haven't watched yeah, uh, Abraham play much this same. season but I just think what Wilson's doing at the moment is Wilson deserves to go to a World Cup yeah, yeah for sure he deserves it alright well let's get into uh what we're picking as our starting lineups. Keep in mind, this is going to be probably. So a, a, we, we've had three differences. Yeah. In the squad, I mean, that's, that's pretty, pretty similar. That's pretty hectic. Yeah. But yeah, I think like we were saying off air, I'm not sure if we said on air, but yeah, it's it's slim pickings at the moment. Yeah, with with the injuries to certain players, there's not yeah much you can do. All right, who's going first? Uh, or how are we? You go first. Okay. <laughs> so it's it's Pickford. Yep. Um. Probably going to start Trippier at, at, at left back. Oh, really? <laughs> really? I don't know. Sure. He's he's had a bit of a... Do- and, but uh, he's always good for England, I feel like. 
Yeah, but so is Trippier. Yeah, but Trippier hasn't played that much for England recently, I feel like. Not as much as Shaw has, anyway. Mm. But I just I just feel like... Anyway, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll do this debating at the end. You go, you go. Um... Are you going back for? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Stones. <laughs> Connor Cody. <laughs> um, and Trent. I'm doing this on the fly, by the way. Trent. Um, this is this is what I'd like to see. This is what yeah, I'd yeah. Like to see. Um, Rice Bellingham and uh, Madison. And then Sterling Kane and Saka. Yeah. All right, I'm going Pickford and goal, obviously. I'm going Shaw left back, Stones white, and Trippier right back. I don't think Kyle Walker's going to be fit enough in time, and I don't trust Trent defensively. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, And Trippier's fair. been absolutely tearing it up at right back for Newcastle. Um, and like I said before, I think Shaw's like questionable for United, but even like last in the last Nations League thing, Plays phenomenal, plays really solidly for England every time. Anyway, yeah. uh, then like I said before, I've got Rice, Belling, and Madison. Um, you can make a case for Mount. I'm not too bothered, but I could probably pick Madison. And then yeah, I've got the same front three of uh, Sterling, Kane, Sterling, Kane, Saka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not too much different. There. So the, the 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 differences are basically where Trippier the plays. the weaknesses are, which is at fullback in, in the squad. Yeah, which is surprisingly. Um, at fullback, full um, at, at, at centre back too. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not particularly confident with either Stones or White as you picked, or Stones and Cody as I picked. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah same thing happened to me. But yeah, I think yeah, I, I definitely agree with you that that Shaw has played well for England and he's been featuring more recently for United as well. Yeah, but. No, fucking like you said before slim pickings though if Shaw gets injured <laughs> I mean yes Trivia can play there but like on our last yeah. legs left back I'm just so surprised that there's not more I literally thought I, I, I flirted with the possibility of picking Dan Byrne as an emergency left back cover Dan Byrne I literally <laughs> flirted with it I was like no way but like I was like maybe pretty shattering for Chilwell yeah massively he, he would have he started for me for sure yeah, yeah I'd like as good as Shaw is for England, Chilwell is just a better footballer over the last few over the last few seasons. Yeah, yeah, he's close. All right, so that's that's that out of the way. We spent f- almost fifteen minutes doing that, and <laughs> uh, still got so much more to cover. All right, so with the we've already touched on this a little bit um, in last week's episode or the week before that, but um, you know, anyone could have guessed having a World Cup in the middle of the season not a great idea if you want the best players to be at your World Cup just just interesting as well before you go on that yeah Sep, did you see what Sepp Blatter came out saying? yeah he came yeah. out and said oh it was a mistake it's like, oh you're saying that now two weeks before and be you happy taking the money to let yeah, them have exactly. it in the first yeah, place it was a mistake you made because uh, someone paid you money <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, and like you're happy to say that now two weeks away but it didn't say shit before it's like such a fucking cop out anyway um, but anyway yes so terribly timed World Cup We've already gone on about why it's a terrible World Cup. Everyone knows. But um, players are dropping like dead flies all around around the footballing world. Um, And many players are missing out on what is some potentially once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Not for the first few players we're going to list who have already won the World Cup with France. But yes, um, the players who are confirmed to be out 
Paul Pogba from France, N'Golo Kante from France, Timo Werner from Journey, Ger- Journey Germany. Um, and this is I feel bad for him because he had shit time at Chelsea. He's gone back to Leipzig, re re rekindled his form, and got back in this. Gen- and this will be probably his first World Cup. I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure if he played. He might he might have played in no. Yeah, he's pretty young. Yeah, he he's might. See, young. that's the thing. Yeah, he's, he's 26, so yeah, he may may have been in the team. And he was in the Chelsea for like two years, right? Yeah. yeah. So I feel bad for him. Reese James, obviously feel terrible for him. He would have started the form he was in at yeah, right back. Yeah, I would definitely had him in right back. Yeah. Um, Diogo Jota as well, gun for Portugal, was uh, was such a threat off the bench for them in the Euros. Um, and was, yeah. Uh, Pedro Neto as well, probably wouldn't have featured as much, but as at 22 years old, he would, would have been his first World Cup. Yeah. So shattering for him. Uh, Bubakar Kamara, the Aston Villa midfielder, again, was probably wasn't going to feature much, but again, would have been his first World Cup. Arthur Mello, uh, at 26, I'm not sure if he's played for Brazil before in a World Cup, but still shit for him. Scott Kennedy and potentially Alfonso Davies, both for Canada, huge for them. This is the first time Canada's made the World Cup in a long, time, long, yeah. long time, and just devastating for them. So it's Kennedy and Alfonso. And Alfonso Davies is like, like, the fucking spearhead of yeah. Canadian football. So shattering for him to miss out. Uh, Chilwell, as you mentioned, he would have um, been probably starting. Uh, Song Hoon Min, they're saying, this website is saying he's racing against time to play, but I'm pretty sure it's it's looking almost confirmed that he's not going to be playing. Or if he, at least if he is, it would have to be like after the group stage is concluded or halfway through. Yeah. So, and he struggles. It's huge for just like Asian football generally that yeah. like he's the best he's Asian the player. superstar. Yeah. yeah. The best Asian player possibly ever. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyway, that's a debate for another <laughs> time. Yeah. Yeah. Park <laughs> Ji-sung and other Japanese players. Yeah. But like possibly ever. No, uh, I, I think he probably is. Yeah. 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 Um, Romelu Lukaku, everyone knows what a legend he is for Belgium. Paolo Dybala for Argentina. Again, like it, Messi needs everyone in he can get to help get that World Cup. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Walker, I think he, this, this website saying he's racing against time. I think he's going to make it. Uh, and then uh, Ronaldo Arujo from Uruguay, um, the Barcelona centre-back, uh, and Angel Di Maria as well, are racing against time. So, And just recently, Sadio Mane. And Rafael Varane, a little bit less recently. Yeah. So Sadio Mane is huge. He's Senegal's best player, what just won the African combinations off the back of him. And Rafael Varane is probably a starting centre-back for France. So. Yeah. But it does allow William Saliba to step up to the plate. True. Yeah. I mean, France is spoiled for depth anyway. Like, I think they'll be fine. But Yeah, it's just disappointing. That one's more of a, you know, a personal level as opposed yeah. to like a footballing level. But I think not having Sadio Mane at the World Cup, obviously, um, incredible sort of like, I don't know, for African football, obviously. Yeah. Um, Son Heung-min, like we mentioned... Yeah, it's just, it's just very disappointing and could have been predicted given that, you know, th- this is the time of the season where players get injured. Because the fixture list is so congested. It's yeah. even more congested now because they've got to fit in a month's worth of football. Yeah. And yeah, it just makes me even more and more worried that players are going to get injured because I, I, I was talking with someone the other day about it. Uh, Arsenal was sending, like, if you look at their starting lineup, at least half of them will be starting for their country and then, like, three or four more will probably feature. And then there's, like, I think it's, like, Erdegaard... Um, Tierney and Zinchenko won't aren't, go, aren't going but then it's like everyone else will be playing yeah oh I know and Gabriel 
but everyone, yeah, yeah. everyone else, everyone else will be playing. Tommy Ass will be playing. White might be playing. Ramsdale probably won't, but might be playing. Um, Jesus will be playing. Martinelli will be playing. Saka will be playing. Shaka will be playing. Thomas Party will be playing. Like, yeah, that, I mean, that's probably five most important players. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Um, are going to be like you know main pieces of the puzzle for and same thing with Man City Joao Cancelo will be playing Bernardo Silva will be playing um, uh, Diaz will be playing uh, Laporte will be playing yeah. Stones will be playing it'll be very it'll be very, it'll, be it'll be very interesting how, how injuries go at the World Cup is yeah. probably it's, well it will have a very big impact on um, on how the Premier League turns out yeah how's that for a segue yeah speaking of the Premier League <laughs> It's time for the Premier League. It's time for our little Premier League roundup because it's fair bits happened in a week. God damn. No rest for the wicked. Anyway, uh, so with their 4-0 loss to Newcastle, Saints moved swiftly to sack Ralph Hasenhoodl. Um Shit choice, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I saw some comment being like, "Who what does Aston Villa think they're trying to achieve? Champions League this is the best they're going to get. And I, Facts. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, obviously, yeah, very, very shocked to see it, and then shocked to see that, like, uh, as as you said, they've um, sort of tipped a uh, a championship boss to, uh, to to take over. Yeah. Um, in Nathan Jones from, from Luton Town, so and maybe he's some crazy forward thinking football mind, but mm. it seems like. I think I, I think the main thing is that Hassan Hutu has done a good job for a good for for a long time and also is doing decently well this season and with not much yeah wait where are they where are they on they're the close to the bottom yeah but like everyone kind of picked that with the investment they made in the squad this year like if Joe Aribo is the best player you're bringing in to a Premier League squad no no hate to Joe Aribo but if he's the best player you're bringing in yeah he's a good signing but yeah he can't be not, the best player you're bringing in yeah exactly yeah. exactly. Um, and yeah so are they are they going down on yeah the back of that? 100% unless this Luton guy is a fucking genius they're going down yeah. their squad's not good enough and he was and he was making them bad above their average mm. for sure yeah what's uh, yeah I, th- I think it's just basically very disappointing for Ralph, Ralph Hasenhutl who is, who, who is a good manager he'll find that. another job in the Premier League I'm pretty sure yeah but I Almost suppose now so. he has a bit of like a red mark again on, on his resume when I think he's done a very good job. Yeah, me too. But I think other football teams will see the good job he's done and be like, okay, no, this guy's legit. Yeah. yeah. But only time will tell. And then uh, moving on from what we talked about last week with Wolves sacking, or maybe the two weeks ago, with Wolves sacking Bruno Large, they've now appointed uh, Julian Lopetegui. And like from from Spain to Real Madrid to Sevilla to Wolves, yeah. It's just wild. <laughs> I think it just shows the the stature of the Premier League these yeah. days. And like some people will say it's just the money, but like it's also the quality of the teams and the players in them. Which mm. which do come from the money. But like Yeah. The Premier League's fucking huge. Yeah. Like if you got like Champions League pedigree managers managing Aston Villa and Wolves, like what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, S X X PSG boss and yeah, Real Madrid boss. It's crazy. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> well, do you think do you think Lopetegui will work? Lopetegui. Oh yeah, I think again. I don't think I don't think we've spoken about it on the podcast, or at least I. But 
Bruno Large being sacked. Did we speak about that? I spoke about it. I yeah, think. maybe it was. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't on. But yeah, I I just think that you know that in itself is harsh. Yeah. Um, but I think Lopetegui would be looking at it, um, and most other people would that you know what what uh large like made at, at Wolves is is really good and yeah. like yeah doesn't it won't take that much fixing. Yeah, unlike uh, unlike Southampton, there's plenty of good multiple putty in that team yeah exactly to turn it into a pretty decent mid-table outfit yeah definitely not getting it like, if Lopetegui is as good as I've seen him to be for Sevilla I don't think they, they're getting relegated no 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 um, but how good they can be with a manager of that pedigree who knows If and also will they start to move away from the, the weirdly high amount of Portuguese players <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe, maybe start a weirdly high amount of Spanish players anyway um, and then Speaking of new managers, uh, Una Emery in his first game for Aston Villa, uh, a statement win, three-one against Manchester United at Villa Park. Uh, who saw that coming? Even though I thought he's gonna, even though I think he's gonna work at Villa, I did not see that coming. Yeah, that was wild. Especially, you know, they had the had their good, uh, their big four-nil win after after sacking the last manager. Uh, sorry, Gerard. Um, and <laughs> haven't forgotten my name now, have you? <laughs> Um, and then sort of uh, yo-yoing and then going again the other way. It's just, yeah, it's, it's a bit wild. I've got no idea what's going on at Aston Villa. Yeah, I mean, I, this the whole time I was watching the first half, I was like, this could just be, again, massive new manager bounce. But then again, like, the way they were playing against United, and it wasn't like United were, like, out of form. Like, although they did look shit. Yeah, that's... Um, that's the thing, yeah. and also it also just proves that as good a job as Ten Hag is doing, United, they're still not a re- team you can rely on to get results every week. Yet, mm. no, nowhere near it. Yeah, re- although they did have a lot of players missing. To be fair, yeah, but performances like that just show how far that far off they are. Yeah, um, Man City and, and also Arsenal who have been very consistent this season. Um, but yeah, I, I, on the on the new manager bounce, like we saw how good that group of players was when. Gerard came in. Yeah. They were like they were flying when Gerard came in. It's just about how it's just about how much of a spine they have to maintain it when things get tough again. Yeah, yeah. I I think a very big thing, like as 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 big as um Unai Emery doing a good job is having Leon Bailey fit. If yeah. like if he's fit, he's that first like, goal. he is electric. And, and Jacob Ramsey. Like I don't know why Stephen Gerrard went away from playing Jacob Ramsey every week, mm. but that guy needs to be starting for Villa every week. Him and Leon Bailey, if they're both fit. Jacob Ramsey is the number ten. Leon Bailey out wide every week, and they will be, yeah, tough to play against. Yeah, he's he, he's hard to stop. He's a very very good finisher as well, Leon Bailey, um, and so is Jacob Ramsey. But yeah, obviously he's had his fitness issues, so that's a big thing for Villa. Yeah, but uh, good evening. Good evening. <laughs> uh, moving on to more Premier League result results based news from the weekend. Um, Arsenal with I'm going to call it a statement win. A statement win it's against, a against win. Chelsea at the bridge, 1-0. Should have been 2 or 3 or more. Um, Chelsea looked... Okay, disclaimer, Chelsea looked garbage. Yeah, like we've been, yeah. But um, we barely gave them a sniff. Should have scored more than one, but, you know, we'll take 1-0 to the Arsenal is a classic line, and especially away from home. But yeah. I'll take that all day. And now, hey... I'm going to hold myself back a little bit here, but we've beaten Spurs, Liverpool, and Chelsea now. It's the, it's the, the, it was the, like, I think it's the first time we've beaten three 
top six teams in a row since 2012. So put some respect, yeah. please. Well, exactly. And I, I think I've actually spoken about this a few times, but I, I really think that, you know, the, the United loss can go very, very differently with, with a different refereeing call. And uh, I mean, people say that all the time, but... Um, yeah, we didn't play badly in that game. No, not at all. Um, and it just... It, you, you almost caught... United look kind of like one of their best moments of the season so far as well. So. Yeah, because that was, was a week half of the Liverpool game? Oh, yeah. no, no, no. No, they had the Liverpool game and then three wins in a row and then we played them. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, statement win. Um, and It's a massive statement win. And sort of circling back to the Saints result before we talk about the next thing quickly, Saints lost to a red, red, red-hot Newcastle team who currently sit third in the Premier League with the third-best goal difference, the outright third-best points total as well. Yeah. Absolutely flying. And Chelsea now go to St. James's Park this week in the last game before the World... last round before the World Cup to play Newcastle. How is this Melbourne going to go? Wait, so, wait, sorry. Wait, who, who who's playing? <laughs> Newcastle are going to Chelsea. <laughs> Will was looking through some stats on his phone. Uh, Newcastle, uh, Chelsea are going to Newcastle. Who And Newcastle have just won their last two games, scoring four goals in each of them. Yeah, I, th- I think it could get ugly. So w- what I was doing was trying to figure out if uh, Almiron's been named player of the month. Has uh, he? No, I don't think so. It hasn't been announced okay, yet, I don't okay. think. Right. He should be, though. He should be. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I, think, I think it could be... Well, it definitely has the potential to be ugly for Chelsea. Yeah, unless Potter like does some bus parking. Like if he tries to play the same way they've been playing for the past month. Yeah. It, like Newcastle will tear them apart. I'm I'm legitimately like even though Arsenal are top of the league, I'm terrified of playing Newcastle the form they're in right now. Yeah. Which makes no sense because on paper that team is not threat like it's threatening, but it's not like, you know, a Man City or a Liverpool. Yeah. But they're just Especially going to St. James's Park. Yeah, that, that place, place has like, got to be the scariest ground to go to in the yeah, league at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I think... We're making predictions yeah, for this predictions. one? Yeah, Well, yeah, I, I think... I don't think Potter will, will park the bus. No. And I think they'll be exposed um, and probably cop at least two goals. I'll, I'll say I'll say 2-0 to, to, New, to Newcastle. I think there'll be some form of a response from Potter from the... Um, just shit against us. Yeah, and I think they may score a goal, but they're um and like potentially could even score the first goal, but then Newcastle are just an onslaught, and I can see them winning two or three one. Okay, I'll go three one. Three one. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I don't know. I just think I just don't see a Chelsea response because I feel like they've just been that kind of flat yeah since the uh, Villa game or even before that yeah like they've just been a bit bang average really yeah yeah and like again like you like you, you like again like I'm, as much as I like Potter like he's made some weird calls like Kep is keeping brilliantly for you and then concedes four in a game none of them are really his fault then you bring Mendy back in and Mendy's questionable on the goal that we score and it's like well now what do you do yeah like do you who do you start and I'm like I'm not sure if Kepper played if Kepper played last night or he's playing overnight in the Carabao Cup or is it called the Carabao Cup anymore? I think so yeah the League we, Cup we just call it League Cup the League yeah. Cup um, so yeah that's an interesting one um, 
I mean, Havertz continuing to start is a mystery to me. Like, surely there's better play. You've got, like, even... I, I know Pulisic is hardly much more inspirational, but, like, he was so shit. Mm. And then, at what point are you going to start Amanda Breuer? Like, about, he can't be any worse than about me he was on the weekend. Yeah. Eight touches in 60 minutes. Are you, are you, are you having a laugh? Like... Yeah, it's pretty terrible. That's, like, people were clowning Romelu Lukaku for that. No one... Like, like people are clowning about me for that, to be fair. But, like... Mainly Arsenal read it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing personal. Uh, but yeah, like for me, like Amanda Breuer puts it, like he, he, he gets thrown on with, you know, 20, 30 minutes to go in each game. Start him. He puts yeah. himself about. He's a physical presence. See what he can do for you. Um, like same with, you know, if you're going to play um, Ruben Loftus-Cheek and Georgine. Uh, also, yeah, no, Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Why is he starting? Every time Kovacic comes on, Chelsea look instantly better. Kovacic came on against us, they look better for like five, ten minutes before he got regained control of the game. Kovacic had to start. Uh, and if you're going to sit, if you're going to play with Kovacic and Jorginho sitting and a 10, I'd rather them have Sterling and Mount outright and Chuck Gallagher at the 10 yeah. than have Havertz on the pitch. Yeah. There's things that Gallagher is, yeah. 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 There's things Potter can do to make this team better, but he just keeps sticking with players like Aubameyang, Havertz, and Ruben Loftus-Cheek when you've got good players on the bench. So we'll see. If he if, yeah, if he keeps the same team that he played against Arsenal, yeah, well, it could be very ugly, like you just said. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And the last thing we've got to talk about uh, with regards to the Premier League is Liverpool could be getting shopped. Um uh, David Ornstein reporting that Fenway Sports Group could be looking to sell the club uh, with an asking price of five billion pounds, something like that. Yeah, and it's just ridiculous. Uh, uh, apparently, a, a, a Dubai, um, a buyer in Dubai is is is, in, is interested. Oh uh, yeah, did he make a bid or did I see that correctly? I just I, the only the only avenue that I saw it through was twelve man tweets. Oh so, yeah, yeah, but apparently that's a yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, if, if the valuation of $5 billion is correct, that's I think that's the highest valuation of any Premier League club that I've seen so far. I mean, and a bit of Chelsea sold for $4.25 billion, and I'd argue Liverpool globally are a bigger club than Chelsea. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I mean, I would, it's, not, it's, it's, it's hard to say. I'm not it? sure if they're $750 million bigger. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's just a wild amount of money. <laughs> yeah. I think we've got to remember the... I suppose the circumstances under which Chelsea was sold as well. Yeah, probably true. Probably had to of... sell for a bit of a cut price. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hey, like I yeah. was talking to Jan, Liverpool fan, um, friend of the show, and he said he wants a owner that isn't a corrupt um, oil state, and but also an owner that will invest money into the club. And I'm like, hard pressed to find one of them these days. <laughs> Good luck, brother. <laughs> yeah, he's like, who's he's he's like, who's got that much money lying around? I'm like, I don't know, Bezos, Musk. Yeah, <laughs> and they're hardly people that you can consider ethical. Yeah, yeah, I mean, no one's in it. There's no such thing as an ethical billionaire. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you I, you wouldn't want. But what about the Spotify guy? The Spotify guy seems Daniel good. Ek. Yeah, yeah, but he 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 didn't he refused to put in four billion for Arsenal. He's not going to pay five billion for Liverpool. Yeah, actually, yeah, he, yeah, but for Arsenal, that seemed like a good. That seemed like a good kind of yeah. Personal, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I like it. I feel like it'll definitely be a Middle East, yeah. Middle Eastern buyer. Did you see the thing where it's like Fenway Sport Group saw saw the asking price for Bellingham and were like, "Now nah, we out." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, um, hey, look, good luck to Liverpool. Hopefully they get someone who'll splash the cash. It's not gonna, it's not gonna be someone you're happy with in terms of the ethical side of things. But hopefully they splash the cash. Because look at Newcastle, they don't give a shit about who who owns them, but as long as they're spending money on the team. Yeah. And look at the fun times they're having. It's interesting, and like, what's you know, if these if these takeovers keep on happening in the Premier League, and yeah. like, just the whole Premier League, like, I don't know, because they have that they have that that meeting, don't they? The owners of the Premier League, are yeah. like, yeah. And and makes you wonder how how long before the Super League comes back yeah which um, anyway it'll be back yeah alright as uh, moving along moving along moving along um, the Champions League round of 16 oh shit I need to get that up <laughs> has been announced and the UEFA knockout thing has been announced we can start with probably the biggest fixture is uh, Real Madrid versus Liverpool yep it is uh, oh, hold on. I got it here. All right, cool. So have I. All right, so we've got Liverpool versus Real Madrid. We've got Tottenham versus AC Milan, Chelsea versus Borussia Dortmund, Bayern Munich versus PSG, Porto versus Inter Milan, Napoli versus Eintracht Frankfurt, Benfica versus Club Bruges, and Manchester City versus RB Leipzig starting on February the 14th. Um some cracking games in there yeah the the three for me are obviously Liverpool Real Madrid Dortmund Chelsea and PSG versus Bayern Tottenham and Milan is a sleeper there too yeah that's just that's gonna be a good game that will be a good game um but yeah those are the big three um initial thoughts 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 <laughs> feelings did I just say feelings as well oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts and feelings. Um, Thoughts and feelings. Well, I, I, I mean, I'm going to make a prediction here, but I, I, I reckon Liverpool are going to um, lose to Real Madrid. Oh, I, I, I said the other thing. I said for once, Liverpool are considered underdogs in the game like this. I'm calling them to win, and I'm calling Darwin Nunes to have a big impact. Ah, uh, okay, true, yeah. true, fair call. Yeah, but I like, just think, yeah, I just think Real Madrid. I don't know. They've, uh, they just seem to have gone to also to strength, to strength something recently. that Jan pointed out is that barely any Liverpool players are going to be playing at the World Cup either because they're injured or just because they're not featuring. Fabinho will play, but Henderson may or may not go. Like he might probably will go, but he might probably won't play a whole leap. Jota's injured. Diaz is injured. Nunes will go. Firmino's not going. Um, Salah's not going. Uh, Robertson's not going. Trent probably won't play a lot. Uh, Van Dijk will play. Martip and Kanate uh, won't play, I don't think. Because oh, Kanate, Kanate's French, French, but I don't think he, he'll yeah, start. Yeah. Um, and Allison will play, maybe. Um, so it's like they've got a fair few of their good players who are, especially Mo Salah, who aren't going to the World Cup. Um, so they could be fresher than a Real Madrid team who have a lot of players going to the World Cup. Yeah. You know, Benzema, Vinicius Junior, Rodrigo, uh, Luka Modric. Um, Camavinga. Chua many? Is Chua many? Chua many. Probably both those dudes are playing for France. Yeah. Um, Tony Cruz. Uh, Courtois, but I mean, he's a keeper. What's the centre back's name? Marquin? No. Uh, Militao? Militao. Yeah. Uh, Carvajal would probably go to play for Spain. Yeah. It's basically yeah. the whole starting 11 yeah. slash yeah. squad. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, but like, but anyway, like they could still. It's it's it, like it's a month from when the World Cup. I think the other thing is is not playing at the World Cup isn't necessarily a good thing. <laughs> yeah, true. And it also is a month after 
everyone comes back is when these games kick off. Yeah. But anyway, sorry, you were saying you, uh, Real Madrid will beat Liverpool. Real Madrid will beat Liverpool. I think, yeah, Borussia Dortmund-Chelsea is, is a very interesting mm. one. I think that's hard to pick. Because um, Chelsea could have invested a fair bit by then. By yeah, and they could have steadied a bit by then. Yeah. Um, if Potter's worth his salt. But yeah, what, what do you think? How, how, how deep are PSG going to go? In, in this year's championship, if they beat Bayern Munich, they're going to the final. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, I th- yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think I think if they beat Bayern Munich, I'd... hard to see who else beats them. And they've got Messi playing the way that he's playing. I think all three of them it, the way they're playing. Yeah. It could actually be their sort of. And if he's just won the time. World Cup, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Imagine, yeah, he'll he'll win the Ballon d'Or again <laughs> next year. Um. So yeah, I think I, 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 in saying that, I think I do, I do think the way PSG are playing right now, they beat Bayern Munich. I mean, and that's probably they've been the kings of people predicting them to win and then losing. But the way that front that it's the best front three in world football currently, and it's just hard to bet against that. Yeah, and the rest of the team is also very good. Um, yeah, I think so. I think PSG win that. I'm just gonna reel off a bunch of results here. I think uh, PSG win that. I think Dortmund beat Chelsea. I think, uh, I think Porto beats Inter. I think Napoli beats Frankfurt. I think Milan beats Tottenham. I think Liverpool beats Madrid. I think Benfica beats Club Rouge, and I think City beats Leipzig. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm. I, I definitely. There's no hard disagrees there, but I'm. No. I'm, I'm sure we'll come back to it. Yeah. yeah okay. time. But uh, have talk- you got, have you got the Europa League stuff? Yeah, yep. how how giants fall? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> also, just it was it was it had to be it was written in the stars. Yeah. So wait. So this was yeah. This was the UCL final, obviously not so long ago. But yeah, Barcelona versus Manchester United at the Camp Nou in yeah. the round of thirty two of the Europa League. No, no, it's it's the knockout round to get into the round of sixteen. But it's, oh, okay, yeah. Right. So basically, like this is the. Second second place group teams playing up against the cha- teams who dropped down from the Champions League to play the winners of the group, the first place group teams in the Europa League. Right, right weird okay. format change. I don't know why they've done it, but that's uh, more football. Yeah, more football. <laughs> so yeah, li- li- reel off the games for us. Some there's some games we won't know a huge amount about, but um, so yeah, Barcelona United, uh, Shakhtar versus Rennes, Ajax versus Union Berlin, RB Salzburg versus Roma. Juve versus Nantes? Nantes? Yeah. Uh, sporting uh, Midtjylland, uh, the, the Danish team. Yeah. Leverkusen versus Monaco and Sevilla versus PSV Eindhoven. So there's a fair bit of like, how you going there? Uh, yeah. In terms of, I don't really know much about the teams. But the big one is Barcelona, Manchester United. Yeah. Um, and interesting to see how Juve go. I mean, they should, should be. They should be Midtjylland, yeah. No, Nantes. Nantes. Oh, they're playing Nantes. Yeah. I'd like to, just because I've got a soft spot for Danish teams. I'd like to see Midtjylland go through, but I don't really know how well they're playing this season. Mm. So, uh, and also they're playing against a team that dropped down from the Champions League. So, I think yeah, another good one is uh, Salzburg Roma. That's an interesting one. Mm. Um, and Sevilla versus PSV. Yeah, PSV were decent in the um, in Arsenal's group. They were they beat us, yeah. so they were decent. And they got Cody Gakpo, who's a, who's a live wire. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this just probably the only game we can really talk about with confidence is Barcelona United. How do we see this one going? Two legs. 
Home and away. I think we spoke about this. Did we speak off about it. this off air? Did, and I made yeah. a prediction, didn't I? Did that I? United were going to win? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to read Nego on it, but now you've said it. Oh, okay. <laughs> nah, nah. Um, Sorry, Matt. I think... I, tell us why. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to stay with, with, with United winning, and it's, uh, it's, it's purely emotional, because it seems like Barcelona, Barcelona are... I mean, they, they seem to have steadied in the league, at least. They're first in the league. Yeah. yeah now exactly. that Real Madrid just lost the first they're, game they're of the clear, season. They're clear of Real Madrid. Yeah, because Real, Real just lost the first game of the season, I think. I think Barcelona. and... PSG are the only no Barca have lost yeah so, yeah anyway um, quick note that Barcelona's most recent league game seemed like an absolute like circus so Lewandowski got sent off for its second yellow where he literally just hip and shouldered someone in the head and then complained about it and then PK yeah PK missed his last ever game by getting sent off for arguing with the ref on the sidelines before he could even be brought on yeah <laughs> just shows the kind of headspace kind of headspace that guy's in right now yeah and, yeah you know, getting Losing Shakira and now losing his mind and missing his last game. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit sad because obviously he's a bit of a legend. Yeah, um, but he gone out sad. <laughs> he gone out sad. Anyway, I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah, in the end, um, with all his millions. But yeah, anyway, back to I. I, I just think I've I, I've got I've got a lot of faith in um, what Eric Ten Hag is doing, and I think by um, by whenever it is February February. Mid mid late February, I think um, United will be looking solid. That's my thinking. I, even though Barca are first in the Liga, I'm inclined to agree with you. Yeah, I think if United have a fully fit team, so that mean and that, and Ronaldo's not starting. You got Rashford up top, Anthony. Who plays on the other wing? Anthony. Uh, Wait, ra- ra- wait, you said Rashford up front. Yeah, who's, who's the guy who plays? I'm completely blanking on who plays on the other wing. Alanga? No. Nah. <laughs> what? Sancho? No. Anyway, um, <laughs> if you got Rashford up top and you got Casemiro and Eriksen and Fernandez in the team and Varane's back, De Gea's keeping, I think they can beat Barcelona. Who 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 is it? I've got no idea. <laughs> it's anyway, someone. Anyway. Um. Anyway. But yeah, I I also think if Eric Eric Ten Hag pulls that off, it's such a I reckon it's probably it will be his biggest win. Um, yeah. Also, I think. Oh, sorry. Just to talk about. I think sorry. Eric Ten Hag is a far better manager than Xavi based off what I've seen so far. Yeah. So that's where I also think I feel like it could be won and lost. True. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I just think that they've obviously bottled it a few times in the Europa League in recent times uh, um, after being quite good. And I, I, I think if he can knock off Barcelona, it's just such a big big scalp for him. And Yeah. 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 But, it, you know, they're coming up against another bottle drop team in Barcelona. So exactly, it'll be yeah. the battle of the bottlers. <laughs> the battle of the bottlers. And who drops. will bottle it less? Um, so yeah, I, again, I think that uh, Barcelona will bottle it more. Yeah. Um, but time will tell. Time will, and we'll, we'll probably circle back to this close, close to the fact after league form post World Cup. Yeah. But anyway, that'll do us. It's eleven o'clock. Uh, we're getting very hot and sweaty in this studio. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's time for bed. Anyway, if if you've liked what you heard, follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram. I'm not going to say what the names of those are. It's the Forty Yard Switch. You should know by now. <laughs> Unless you're a new listener, welcome. Anyway, uh, that's half an hour. Bye bye.